Hey y'all, I'm Jasmine. And I'm Bree. And you're watching Girl, Girl pull, pull Up a Seat. So last week, we left off, I think, on a pretty good note. Mm -hmm. We um, dived into what we feel like healthy relationships look like for us. Um, and a little bit more, and we went a little bit deeper and more in detail. So we promised to give y'all a part two. So let's get into it. So last week, you asked me a question. And you asked me, what is my idea of how a healthy relationship should be? Mm -hmm. And I had to sit there and think. So I went home, and over the weekend, I really thought about it, and I came back to the drawing board. So I okay. feel like healthy relationships should include great communication, mm -hmm. mutual respect, trust, of course. Trust goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Acceptance, and then shared values as well as shared interests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I came up with. I'm glad that you, like... I get, I'm glad that it prompted something in you mm -hmm. to actually think about it, especially like in the space that I know you're in right now and like finding yourself and, you know, dating yourself and getting to know who Brianna is, mm -hmm. um, primarily post a relationship that you said took a lot of your time and you're getting back to you now. So I think it's important that you actually can identify that. So when you are entering either form, because you talked about your platonic relationships and your experiences a little bit last time, you know what to search for, you know, and that allows you to not necessarily, like we always think about red flags, you know, but that allows you to know what your green flags are like when you're entering those relationships. So I'm kind of, do you feel like you have also identified what your boundaries are? I'm or, learning my boundaries. Okay. Because as you know, I'm pretty passive. I'm just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, dang, Jack. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Most times, I'm just here to just do whatever anybody needs. Like, okay. Right. Like, I don't, I'm not a difficult person. Yeah. I'm pretty chill. So, the only boundary that I've ever actually really had is I like time for just me. Yeah. I could just sit there and not do anything, but I just need time just to be with myself. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like that, and it's been really hard for people to understand that <clears throat> because... They'd be like, dang, I haven't heard from you. And I'm like, I just I just need a minute. Like, just like one minute. So, me time, of course, and alone time. I also have been learning that I have a right to feel how I want to feel. Mm -hmm. Like, my own feelings. Your feelings are valid. Yeah, because some people be like, you doing too much. or No, I feel like I have the right to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And that it is okay to say no. Because most times, I don't say no. I'm just I like, like that. Okay. No, it's so hard. It is. And I saw this post the other day, and it was just like, it was basically, I wish I could find it. I wish I would have saved it to pull it up and read it to you. But it was just like, one of the things was, um, essentially, no is a, is a complete sentence. Yeah. Like, like you don't have an explanation. You don't have to give an explanation for it, because I'd be like, can I say no? And it actually showed ways. I posted it on my story yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. I don't think so. But it actually uh, was telling you. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, it was like ways to say no without like lying. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like I. Healthy ways to say healthy. no without lying. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, I did see so that. So for me, it's just like, that's a huge thing. It's <laughs> like, I. Y'all know how I feel about this. I despise like lying, you know, and or storytelling, mother. Um, I despise that. Like I, and I'm not going to do that, you know? Um, so that's why I think sometimes no is hard for me because I want to tell you the truth of why I'm saying no, mm -hmm. 
when it might be like, I'm just not interested. And that post was saying, it's okay to say, no, I'm just not interested. Or maybe next time, or I would rather do this, you know, um, or I don't want to do it at all. There is no next time. And honestly, I didn't realize how good it feels to say no mm-hmm. without owing anybody an explanation. I'd be like, oh, I like this. And it only happens to me. I think I'm still learning it because it only happens a few times where I feel like I can truly say no and not feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's not just saying no, but it's like being able to say no and don't not feel a way afterwards or like I've let someone down. Because what I have started to really um, kind of lean into is that I think so much sometimes about people pleasing and, you know, being there for other people and showing up that I sacrifice myself a lot of times yeah, in a sense I to agree. where I, I was talking about for me. <laughs> I was like, I do the same thing. I'm dead. I was like, what'd you tell me earlier? Well, dang, Jasmine. <laughs> no, well, I'm dang, saying that <laughs> I carry that trait as well. Yeah, but like I think so many times about people pleasing and like being there for other people and not disappointing people, you know, because disappointment is a huge feeling like um, that I don't show up for me. And I realize that I can be loyal to, to myself, mm-hmm. even if that means that someone else might not be happy. I feel like there has to be a line for in me being loyal to me. And what I think is important that there has to be some line to where... I get to choose me. Mm-hmm. And if you care about me, you have to be okay with it. You know what I mean? If it's not, if we don't have a solely transactional relationship. I agree. And I've also been learning in my journey that a lot of times the people that you are kind of on the fence to say no to are the same people that are kind of quick to tell you no. Yeah. So I'm not really quick to just jump and be like to do things with people a lot of times now. Because mm-hmm. I find myself always going and giving. Like I told you last episode, I'm mm-hmm. always giving and giving and giving. And when I take a step back, it's like, well, dang, where's this person at when I need them? Yeah. And I don't like that either. But what's crazy, I think we talked, I was asking about boundaries because in my opinion, your boundaries teach people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I found was that, um, what I found was that in creating boundaries for myself, People that used to, do, who I wasn't always happy with some of the ways they treated me, mm-hmm. it truly did treat, show them how to treat me because it showed that I'm not going to allow this to continue to happen. You can't come around when you please or pick and choose when you want to be in my life or be my friend or, you know, need something from me um, when it's beneficial to you as opposed to... Like I said last time, our relationship being mutually beneficial, you know, um, it truly showed people how to treat me. And I realized a lot of the respect that I didn't feel like I had in a lot of my relationships, it was starting to show up. But, and I think it's because you have to respect yourself first. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why those boundaries are important. And so for me, like, I like how you mentioned, you know, some of one of your boundaries is being by yourself you know, and getting your alone time. That's surprisingly one of mine, but I realize people, like, I think it's hard to be received for me because when I'm around people, I can be so bubbly and so Mm -hmm. outgoing that when I'm demanding, like, some space, 
it's like I'm acting different. Baby, Sabrina Jackson. <laughs> she was like, you feel the way you do it? Like, I'm like, mama. Yeah. And then it's not like you want to, it's like you have to say, yeah, I'm good. And that's not enough. You got to explain why you acting different instead of just being like, I need a minute. Yeah, even with some of my friendships, I'll, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm working, y'all. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to just drop off the pace of the earth sometimes. Hmm. And I don't give people explanations. That's I what just... you be doing on the weekends. And <laughs> let's be clear, 95% of the time on weekends, I be by myself. I saw one of the gyms last weekend and I was by myself. Really? Yes. I just be needing a minute, like, yeah. a mental, like, minute. Like, okay, let me gather myself. Because, honestly, my mind be in a million and one places at once. And sometimes it can be overwhelming for me. And I just need a minute to just breathe. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm back. That's it. You need a minute to not be on all the time. <clears throat> it's like, you gotta think about it. Like It's like you're always performing. You're always performing. You gotta be on for work. You gotta be on in your relationships when you leave work. You gotta be on, family. you know, to show up for your family. You gotta be, you wanna be, seem approachable as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So you always own. So it's like eventually being on and having to perform and having to show up as who people expect you to show up as, you know, that gets draining. It gets draining really quick. And if you don't give yourself a moment to recharge, you know, and reset. You just drop, <laughs> you know. I oh, see when I get to that point, I get real agitated. Yeah, or you was, and I'm just like just popping off, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just need a minute. <laughs> That's really funny because I was thinking about something like that this morning, <clears throat> and I was realizing like those. I was thinking about you know preparing about what we we're gonna talk about stuff today, and I was thinking about what that looks like for me, and I think initially I am a person that like when it's been too much, I will withdraw. I will go into myself, but the problem is, is like, I need to be at peace when I withdraw or else that part is going to come. I'm going to start popping off and I'm going to start, um, spinning out stuff that I'd like to keep in my mind. And then once I start popping off, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Like in my head I did, but I didn't mean for you to hear that. I was going to say, well, maybe I meant it, but I would have said it better. (laughs) Yeah. I would have said it in a nicer tone. Um, I think that is hilarious. Um, I feel like every time we talk, we we realize how similar we are, but it just, it comes to surface in different ways. It does. Um, so when we were talking, going back to boundaries, do you feel like you properly or not even just properly, how do you set them? How do you set your boundaries and communicate them to people? Or is it something that you make people figure out? Along the way. That is something I make people figure out along the way. Okay. I'm still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So, I recently got out of a very long relationship. Maybe like a couple months ago. Three, four months ago. February. No, it was before then. It was beginning of February. Really? Because it was... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Don't mind, Jason. We're going to say the beginning of February. And I decided <laughs> to bring it to an end because I realized this new version of me I don't know and I feel like as humans we're always constantly growing and evolving and I just wanted to take time to learn this version of me and I have realized that I do try to make people figure things out like I expect people to do what I do and what I do is I study people and their patterns and how they act and react and I just like pick up on things but everybody doesn't do that some people want you to actually like spell it out for them so 
I'm learning to tell people like, okay, I just need a minute yeah. or no, I don't feel like doing this or I feel like this because of this. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I've gotten a lot better at it. Right. So hopefully by, you know, the end of the year. And, and even if not, at least you'll be, by the end of the year, you'll be in a different place than you are now. I feel like so I'm in progress a is already. progress. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't realize it. I didn't think it would like be this like. Fast pace, like dang, I feel like what happens is peace. you have to free up the space to make space for yourself and your growth. And once you make room for that space, like that growth to happen, you gonna go ahead and start. I live with you currently. So, do you think people our age are afraid of healthy relationships? Because you know everybody's into this whole toxic red flags. Don't give me nothing toxic. <laughs> mm, I don't want none of that. I don't, I don't know none of that. But do you honestly think people our age are afraid of healthy relationships? Because a lot I, of people our age are actually, I feel like, single. Or they don't know what they're doing. They're just kind of, we're all just kind of here. And I think that's interesting because we're close in age, but we're still, like, a decent amount apart. You know what I mean? They so think I'm the baby. You are the baby. So it's like, people my age, I guess... I guess it's hard to speak for people our age because I'm not necessarily that. But I date people your age. That's fair. That's also fair. I think the people that I see are ready to welcome healthy relationships Mm -hmm. Um, because you've already had time to at least start that work and, you know, and kind of break away from some of those habits where you're like, where you're looking for something more intentional, right? Mm -hmm. Um, something more peaceful. I think a lot of people are looking for that. Peace is the people. Um, I will say, in sense of that talk, because it's kind of like what you hear, what you see, and that's everywhere. You know, Future is the face of Toxic. He got an album coming up. No, listen. <laughs> I saw, this is so off topic. I saw a tweet earlier, and it was like, y'all think Future is cool until y'all realize he's 38. I was like, that's a grown man. Thank you. Thank Act you. like this. This is a whole grown That's man. That's a full grown man. At this grown age. So, so he don't like you. What? But then he also said, okay, this is really off topic, but then he also said he don't like being called toxic. But and he, he said is. because people only get the girl side of the story. They don't get his. He's the definition of toxic. If you open up the dictionary right now, it's a picture of future right there next to him. I'm, I'm convinced. And all these men admire him. For what? Y'all are just as toxic as he is. This man is not right. Is this your kink? <laughs> I'm All right, this is y'all. This is y'all, Black King. Please enlighten me. Is this your King? That's what Michael B. Jordan said. I'm Black Panther. But anyway, <laughs> Russell Wilson, me please. Man, what? Anyways, bro, for real. <laughs> but no, I think that it's difficult to say that because I feel like people want healthy relationships. I think people have a hard time communicating what their needs are to reach those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um. And what that looks like for them. I think we all have a lot of growth to do. And that's why I think kind of going back to what I was telling you. I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before then. But going back to that, it's important to determine who you are by yourself first, you know, and figure out how to fill yourself up, how to how to be able to depend on you, you know, like you want a partner and you, you need a partner to get through life. But you also need to be whole. You know what I mean? You can't depend on someone else to do for you what you should be able to do for you. You know what I mean? Like, because then they got to do it for you and themselves. Especially if, like, 
it's also important when you're teaching them because a lot of people don't know so they're loving you incorrectly right and it's like you have to be able to know how to love yourself first in order to teach somebody else how to love you second. yeah i agree um this is this is really interesting so let me ask you this what do you do what is your initial response and then let's break down what it looks like. Why are you laughing? Why are you looking like you nervous? I don't nervous? know what you're going to ask me. No, don't be nervous. It's still on topic. It's still on par. When boundaries are broken. I feel like we could have did a whole thing on boundaries. Um, like I said, I expect a lot out of people. Mm -hmm. So I expect people to know like how I'm feeling right. and why I'm feeling like that. But this new Brianna is learning that you do have to communicate to people like, mm -hmm. okay, I did not like that. This is why I didn't like that. Right. So I'm learning. Oh, Brianna will just kind of catch her attitude and uh, not say anything and not talk. Let and me just tell expect you, you to figure it out. What old Jasmine do. Honestly, this is kind of still current Jasmine. She going to cut you off. <laughs> depending on the relationship. Depending on the relationship, I think. Relationship, you get cut off. And I Platonic, won't say fully, like, it depends on where we are. Like, if we're in those early stages, I'm like, I can tell you, and I'm still side-eyeing you. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's also, like, <coughs> there has to be some room of giving you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then not all boundaries are equal. You know, there are some boundaries that are deal-breaker boundaries versus this is a boundary this makes me feel this way we can have this conversation you know but i have been i'm sorry to all the people i did this to i have been a person in the past who like took it so personal when i never gave the expectation okay. because i feel like and i feel like it's a situation to where i have to tell you what my boundaries are i have to let you know that um because if i don't and you do something that disappoints me and I feel like a boundary has been broken, I never gave you the chance to not do that. You know what I mean? Now, I really feel like, though, y'all, like, it should be some that are, like, common sense, you know? Common sense ain't that common. But it's not, unfortunately. So, to that extent, there are some that, that have wiggle room, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, like, if I confide in you and I'm telling you something and I get glimpses of it later, in conversations or around people or hear it back somewhere else, that's a boundary. Because guess what? Now I can tell you about it, but I'm also not going to open up and talk to you. You know? Or if I, like, I talk about consideration all the time because I just like to be so thoughtful. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's something that I've always done, you know? And it probably bites off of me wanting not to disappoint others, like people pleasing and things like that. But it embedded a form, a sense of thoughtfulness into me that as I enter relationships in the way I interact in them, that's who I am as a person. Like, mm -hmm. that's a fundamental character trait of mine. Um, and I need that. I, like, need that so much. So if I feel like you <clears throat> aren't, that's when I can say, I feel like you didn't consider me and that bothered me and it made me feel this way. Because if you're going to be in my life in this role, I need consideration. I do feel like in my my past relationships that I was always the one over communicating. Like I feel like this. This is why I feel like this. And it was to the point the person was like, "Okay, this is too much." So it made me like kind of keep a lot in. So that's why I expect people to just know off the top now. 
but I'm learning that it is okay to express myself. That brings us to vulnerability. Ooh, <laughs> we ain't gonna touch on that. <laughs> Which I think might be a conversation for another time. It definitely is. Um, but I love that we're having this conversation and I'm not going to say it's going to be a part three, but I do think that it's going to be something that we can continue to unpack across time because we all want healthy relationships. Everybody deserves a healthy relationship. Absolutely. In every aspect of your life. And you deserve a healthy relationship with yourself. Show up for you. It's okay. Like I be telling y'all, I love me. The people who don't want you to show up for you, they don't... (laughs) I, I can't explain it. Oh, I was going to say something. What you going to say? No, say it. No, it's your turn. It's pity. <laughs> okay, we're not going to be pity. We're talking about health. I know, yeah. so I was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to go back in. Nonetheless, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you tap in to the comments and let us know what you thought about this episode. Um, and let us know how you feel about boundaries. What are some of your boundaries? How do you respond to them? And then let's just get ready for some more girl talk with girl. Pull up a seat. See you next time. Love y'all.